Hi, my turtle doves. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is January 8th, 2022. It's a Saturday. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. If nobody has told you, they loved you today. I know it's only eight o'clock in the morning, but some people need to wake up with love. Um, as promised, I'm back with you to discuss a scripture that God placed in my spirit the other day. And when I tell you, when I read it, and I just allowed the Holy Spirit to speak to me. It did something to me. It stirred me on the inside. And I just wanted to come and share. So Matthew 8, verse 14 through 15 says, When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and began to serve him. My God from Zion, when I tell you that that particular scripture text blessed me and I came in here this morning and I sat down and I wanted to go over the word and just read it again and just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me a little bit more. So he touched her hand, her fever left, and she got up to serve him. Most of the time when we get sick or we go through something or we're experiencing a challenge, we need a minute, right? After we go through what we go through, we say, God, just give me a minute <laughs> before we get up to do anything that he's called us to do, before we do praise and worship, before we even go to work, before we get up and tend to our children, before we get up just to do anything that has to do with getting back to a quote unquote normal life. When we go through things, when we lose a loved one, and I'm just going to put everything in the same group with that fever that Peter's mother-in-law had. If you put everything into that group, everything that we've lost and everything that we've been to through, sorry, through, especially in the last two years, we need a minute. <laughs> God, just give me a minute. But Peter's mother-in-law, immediately after being healed, she got up to serve Jesus. And that 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 did something for me. And that's because I myself lately have been saying, God, every time I look, it's a hurdle that I have to come over. I even said the other day, kind of in a joking manner, but I was kind of serious too. But God, every time I get sick, you bless me with something. Can I not have to get sick to get what you have for me? <laughs> because um in 2020, when COVID first started, I got sick. God blessed me with a car. And then this year, um, no, last year, 2021, I got sick with COVID. God blessed me with my new apartment. So it's just like, God, can we ease up on the sickness before the blessing? <laughs> so, so I know that we all um, just want a moment. But when we're doing things for Jesus Christ. And there's multiple scriptures that says that we're going to have trouble. There's going to be opposition. But Jesus says, fear not, for I have overcome the world. Do um, And I just wanted to, let me just elaborate before I, because I was about to take off. <laughs> I was about to take off. Um, when Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law and she got up to serve Jesus Christ. I can tell you that she didn't only serve Jesus Christ. 
because rarely did Jesus ever travel alone. He was always with a multitude of people that was just trying to touch the hem of his garment, or he was with his disciples, or he had someone that he was teaching. There were children, there were people that were ill, there were people that just wanted to hear what he had to say. So I can guarantee you that she didn't just serve Jesus Christ. I believe that she served the multitude as well. So she didn't just get up and only do what God called her to do. She didn't only just get up and um, lead praise and worship. She didn't just only get up and minister, but she also got up and served the people that came along with Jesus Christ, the people that Jesus told her to bless. I can guarantee you that Peter, and he, he doesn't even mention her by name. She's just Peter's mother-in-law. So she's not even mentioned by name, but I can guarantee you that Peter's mother-in-law, this nameless woman who was touched and healed and instantly got up and started to serve other people, did not just serve Jesus as the Bible, um, as, as the Bible says. It says that she got up and she served him. But I can guarantee you that she served the multitude of people. So I just wanted to take a moment and just say, I pray that we do not cower in fear of getting sick again. I pray that we do not cower in fear and losing a loved one again. And that's because death is a part of life. It's an uncomfortable thing to discuss. And I'm not, and trust me, I've been affected by it. And I know the way that it can take over your whole body and make you want to run. And it brings you in touch with your own mortality. We're not immortal. We're not immortal, but the Bible says to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. And I pray that everyone that I've lost has seen God and they are there with him sitting at his feet. Um, I pray that we do not cower um, in fear of being down to our last dollar, in fear of, um, like I said, getting sick again. I just pray that we don't cower in fear of anything. I pray that God gives us the strength to walk in him and not in fear. I pray that God not only gives us the strength to walk in him and not in fear, but to also bless those that are around us, to bless those that come along with being a lover of Christ. Um, my pastor, Pastor Yvette, she has a saying this year that it is faith over fear. 2020, it's faith over fear. So I pray that we choose faith over fear and that we continue to walk in faith and to continue to walk in the strength that God gave us because God said that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. So God, everyone that listens to this podcast, I pray that after you touch their hand, and you heal them from whatever it is that's ailing them, that they can get up and they can serve you and the multitude that comes along with serving you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen for that. And I pray that you soak that into your spirit and you take that with you. Um, I have been, um, and this is just a transparent moment, I've been having my moments because we know that um, we've all been through some things, but I've had a rather extensive thing that's been lasting for quite a few years, but it's the thorn in my flesh that keeps me humble, and I thank God for that thorn, um, and, and it's a weird thing to say. Sometimes I'm like, God, 
this storm, but I, I do thank God for it because it is what keeps me humble. It's that pain that I feel from that thorn that reminds me to watch how I speak to people, that reminds me that even though I got sick, God told me this sickness will not end in death. And even if it does, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So it's just a, it's just a, um, if you, if you know the word, if you know the word, because I don't, I, I, I don't ever want to hear the audible voice of God until I'm sitting in his face. <laughs> um, and the reason that I say that is because to hear the audible voice of God, which is something that you really have to like be in the spirit, in the spirit, and to be in the spirit, in the spirit and free from the flesh is to be dead and to hear God's word. And I don't want to hear that <laughs> just yet. <laughs> Just yet. So I believe that God speaks through us through his word. So if you read the Bible enough, you will notice that in certain situations when you feel uncomfortable, afraid, um, when you don't know how to make a decision or to move forward with life, you'll start to hear certain scriptures come back. That's why God said, hide my word on your heart. You know, you read it, you memorize it. And with those memories that you have of his word, you will notice that the Holy Spirit will start to speak those things into your spirit. And I know that this seems like it's off topic. However, I am 100% sure that if Peter's mother-in-law knew God's word, when he touched her and healed her from her fever and she instantly got up and served, there was a the Holy Spirit speaking one of those parables that God spoke or Jesus Christ spoke as he was walking the earth. And that's what made her get up. She didn't just get up on her own and decide to start serving. Jesus didn't say, get up and serve me. He didn't tell her anything. He didn't say anything to her. He just touched her. And out of gratefulness and out of the, I mean, I, I believe, I'm sure that out of just sheer gratefulness that her fever was gone, because I don't know if you guys ever had a fever before, but it's a very uncomfortable, annoying thing to feel. It's a kind of scary to have your body be hot and then you're freezing, but your body's burning up. And that, that's your nervous system. That's your body's, um, the, the, the cold that you experience is your body trying to cool itself off and your immune system doing everything that it's doing and your bones aching. It's just an uncomfortable feeling. So I'm sure she was grateful, but what was it in her that said, okay, Peter's mother-in-law, you're healed. Now get up and do the thing that God called you to do. It's just like, um, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and the called according to his purpose. So God knew that Jesus was going to be there at that moment to heal that lady. And I'm sure that there was a rhema word that was spoken to her in her spirit that caused her to get up immediately after being healed. Um, when I think about um, last year when God healed me and it wasn't a it wasn't an instantaneous thing like it was with um Peter's mother-in-law or even in 2020 is what I'm referring to because every time I say last year it's like 2020 never happened or <laughs> so I forget that I'm in 2022 so in 2020 um it was a process it was a slow process where I had to learn how to eat again and things like that but um, in that slow process, God nudged me to 
read his word and he nudged me to start a podcast and he nudged me just to smile and be inspirational anyway. Um, I, 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 my God, I thank God for 2020. I thank God because I found him. I knew who he was and who they told me he was and who they said he can be, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Gabor, Jehovah Tiskanu. I knew that he was a comforter, my God. I knew who they told me he was, but I never experienced him for myself. So Peter's mother-in-law, when he touched her, she heard of the healing, my God. She heard of the healing. She heard of how God touched the man and he was healed from seizures and how God touched the lame and they were able to walk and how he made the blind see. But Jesus Christ walked into that place where she was and when he touched her hand and she was instantly healed, she became a believer, my God. And she got up and she began to serve. So it's just like um, when I was going through, there was a moment where I cowered in fear. I cowered in fear. And it's not like I've never been healed before. I mean, I, I had a baby where my blood pressure was so high that they had to make me deliver so that I didn't start having seizures and so that this didn't happen and that didn't happen. And I felt like my heart died along with my child, but God healed me from that. And, and be careful about the word healed. He healed me from the physical scars and emotionally he showed me how to live in despite of the scars emotionally that I experienced. Um, he showed me how to live in him in despite of. So in 2020, when my body was afflicted um, physically, which I, I, I've experienced things, but this time it was a different type of experience. Um, there was moments where, let's say... I didn't eat anything solid for two months, right? And the moment that, okay, I'm going to try to eat an avocado with some homemade potatoes and because it's soft. So I'm going to cook it and I'm going to make it soft and then I'm going to try to eat it. Okay. All right. This is good. My body digested it. Oh my God. Thank you for the healing. I can eat now. And then the next day, it's like a reset all over again. What happened? I ate yesterday. Today, I'm on liquids again. So it, 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 was, it was a slow process, but God showed me to trust him. God showed me to trust him even though I couldn't trace him. <laughs> God um, showed me that late in the midnight hour when I couldn't sleep and I was crying, about the very thing that he was doing to try to groom me for him. He, he, he was grooming me as his bride. The very thing that God was doing to try to help me and make me into who he wanted me to be because he knows the plans that he has for us and that's plans to prosper and never to harm and that it is in the problem that he starts to groom us and make us, well, he establishes us to who we ought to be. He established, let me, let me see if I can find that scripture actually, so that I can say that the right way. 
Let me see if I can find that scripture. He establishes you. Hey, there we go. Hey, here you go. It is first Peter. Um, first Peter. Let's see. First Peter chapter 5, 10 through 11. First Peter chapter 5, 10 through 11. Let's see what that's talking about. All right. Here we go. Oh, yes, God. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10 through 11 says, and the God of all grace, not some of the grace, but all of the grace. I'm happy reading this. It says, and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. That's the New International Version. Let's see what the King James Version says, because I, I wanted to say something specific. Establish, the word establish. <laughs> so it says, but the God of all grace, who hath called us onto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Uh, let's see. So I like to, I like to going through different versions, not just to make it say what I wanted to say, but here we go. Here we go. The, the new, the, the, the amplified Bible, the classic edition, it says, and after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Jesus Christ will himself complete and make you what you ought to be establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. So God, after you have suffered for a little while, God establishes you to be who you ought to be. And that is definitely what he did. I'm not 100% made whole and I'm not 100% complete. I don't ever want to be 100% complete because that means that you know everything. Possibly you think you know more than God. So I'm not 100% complete, but I know that he has brought me from a mighty long way. And I just want to thank God for that. So, all in all, if there was a challenge for this podcast, because, you know, I try to, I, I always want to present a challenge. I want to challenge you that after Jesus Christ, God, the Holy Spirit, touches your hand and heals you from your fever, that you take advantage of Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, that you take advantage of 1 Peter 5 and um, verse 10 through 11, that instead of cowering in fear that it would happen again, that you have faith. And we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, that you have faith in God, that if he did it before, he'll do it again. That you know that after you have suffered a little while, that God will establish you to be who you ought to be. That you 
Know that God didn't give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And he also gave you the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions. That the same healing that Jesus Christ did to heal Peter's mother-in-law that you can use, he gave you that same power to heal yourself. That you do not cower in fear. That instead, like Peter's mother-in-law, you get up and you serve Jesus Christ and the multitude that comes along with him. That you pick up your cross and you carry it with you, that you take that healing that Jesus Christ did for you, to you, through you, and you extend it to others. I challenge you, my turtle does, to be healed and to get up and serve anyway. I love you. I love you. I love you with all of the love that God placed inside of me. And I pray that this message did something for you, to you. I pray that the God of glory rests on you. If you're going through any type of sickness, if you're going through any type of loss, whether it be mental, physically, or a family member, I pray that God goes with you and that God loves on you and that you know him for yourself. I learned to sit with God and cry. The same thing that you would do to a human being when you sit and you tell them all your problems and you tell them what you're going through and how you're feeling and I just wish and oh my God. Those are the same feelings and emotions that you can give to God. But the difference is, is that God is a problem solver. God is a miracle worker. He's a burden bearer, a heavy load. I know he's a burden bearer. I know he's a heavy load sharer. Good God, a bridge over water. Long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. As <laughs> long as you got King Jesus, you don't need nobody else. So I love you. I love you. I love you. I hope you have an amazing Saturday, my turtle doves. I hope that you be blessed, not stressed. Have a good day.